Happy Saturday and welcome back. Today we are talking about patience. Has anyone actually mastered the art of patience? Like I really want to know because I realized at like 15 when I got my first tattoo that patience was something that I lacked and that I needed. And I thought, oh, if I get this tattoo, it's going to remind me every day that I need patience. Update, it's almost 10 years later and I still have not learned how to be patient. Like, I'm patient on what I can choose to wait for. Like, I can wait for the clothes in the washing machine. I can wait for a date with a friend if they say that they are still getting ready and I know that I'm still laying in the bed. I can somewhat wait for the Hulu ads that take somewhere between 60 to 90 seconds. Those things I can wait for. I cannot wait when I'm watching BET and the commercials end up being 10 minutes long just for the show to come back on and the show only lasts two minutes. And then the really hard stuff like waiting for the right job or the right person to be with. I am not a happy person if I have to wait for my food at a restaurant if I'm already starving or if I'm in line at Chick-fil-A and it's taking way longer than it usually does. But do you realize how much stuff you get yourself into when you're being antsy? Like when you don't want to wait for, you know, the right things to come along you end up doing so much of the wrong things that you push yourself back even further than you could have been. Like, we live in a how-long generation. Like, how long is it going to take for this? How long am I going to have to wait for that? How long until I'm where I want to be? And in the process of waiting... We just dive in head first in something else because it seems like the wait is just too long. So we end up in relationships that don't value us and don't add to us, but then we can't get out of them because at some point, you know, three months becomes six, six becomes nine, nine becomes a year, two years, and It just seems too comfortable to leave. It's like you just put in all this work, all this time. Why would I leave this? Why would I start over? And then starting over is like, okay, now I got to learn this new person. I got to learn what color they like and what's their favorite food. And when I buy them a gift, I have to figure out what they would like. And oh my gosh, I hate (laughs) like... I hate going through the dating phase because you literally learn a whole new human just to see. Like, you don't even know if it's going to last yet. You're just waiting to see, except for those 
bless people who God just shines a light on this one person and they know. So shout out to y'all. But most of us, we have to get to know this new person before we can even decide if we want to continue. And I know for me, it takes me a while to get to know you because I'm private and I usually attract someone who is also going to be kind of private. And so it's like both of us slowly, you know, letting each other in. But by that time, it's taken three, four months. Now I'm like, well, we've gotten here. Why not keep going? And that really shouldn't be the case with everything. Like you want a certain job, but you settle for something completely different because you don't want to wait. You don't want to wait until a position opens up, especially like right now in this economy. I can't imagine trying to find a job. And so you just jump into the first thing that opens. But then the question becomes, how long will I have to be in this position? How long will I have to be here? Literally this morning, my devotional was talking about Moses having to wait 40 years to do the job that God told him to do. Like he told him, okay, this is what I'm going to have you do. And It was just like this waiting period of, okay, I know what I'm going to do, but I have to wait to do it until he tells me to. I cannot imagine waiting 40 years to do what God has called me to do. Like to sit here in a position that I don't want to be in, just waiting for what I'm supposed to do. And luckily or unluckily, however you would want to think of it, we now live in a time where we don't live as long. So he doesn't really make us wait the ridiculous times that he made them wait back then. But can you imagine how much doubt he had in his mind? Like how many questions he had, how fearful he probably became that like, He missed the chance like this didn't happen. I know for me, like I said, I need more than a, you know, literal sign. I need you to like tap on my shoulder, pull my toe. Like I need something to happen for me to actually be like, okay, this is a thing. So I would have so many questions if I was Moses. I would have so many doubts and I would be like, oh my gosh, that tree, like it just grew out of nowhere. That, that has to be a sign that I was supposed to do this at this time when I'm sure that, you know, if God really called me to do something, he's going to make it so clear for me. I'm not going to be able to see anything else, but in that moment of waiting, you start to question yourself. You start thinking, am I doing something wrong? Was I supposed to do something else? And you can end up becoming hopeless. But none of those things help. And a lot of times you're not ready for 
where you're supposed to be at. Like, if God put me where I see myself in the next five years right now, I would probably make a mess of it because I didn't go through the course. I didn't do the things that I needed to do to get to where I need to be. I didn't go through the growing pains. I didn't gain the knowledge or the wisdom or the understanding. And so I'm just like placed in this position that really is setting me up to fail because I don't know how to accomplish it because I don't know how to master it. I don't have the experience to be confident at that level. And really, I can't appreciate it the same way that I would if I went through, if I really got it out the mud. I remember when I was in high school, when I first started learning how to drive, my granddad gave me this oh my gosh, like hoopty, like this small blue 1990, uh, I think it was like a Dodge something. One of the cars where everything was manual, like rolling down the windows, you know, you had to do it with your hands. Opening the car door, you could only use the key And then you had to get in the car to unlock all the doors. And he put so much work into the car. Like the car was old as crap, but like everything that was in it, the engine, the transmission, like all of the inside equipment was brand new. And I didn't understand why he would make me drive this car when the amount of money that he spent on it was enough to get me a new car. I absolutely hated driving that car. Like the windows were not tinted. So everybody knew it was me. Plus it was like this little blue light blue car when everybody was driving like a black, white or red car. So of course they knew it was me on the street. Like people would literally text me Like, oh, I just seen you or like send me a picture of myself driving somewhere. And like I said, privacy. So I don't like people knowing where I'm at. I don't like people being able to say, I see you outside. And it just really was embarrassing to have this super old beat up car. And I remember one time across the street from my school, it stopped on me like halfway home, which I mean, I live down the street from my school, but it just stopped in the middle of the road. And this cop pulled up behind me. Like, I think he was already behind me when the car stopped, but he asked me what was wrong. And I'm like, my car just stopped. And I don't know what to do. (laughs) Like I'm like 16. I have no idea what to do when a car stops besides like call my parents and, whine about this stupid car and he like pushed me into this other neighborhood and was like okay you know when will your parents be here yada 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 but all I could think about was how embarrassing it was that I just had to have this cop push me right across the street 
from the people that I see every day. And not only that, I mean, as embarrassing as the car was, it got me to where I needed to be. And I didn't have to depend on my folks to be there to drop me off or pick me up. So then I became annoyed because every time that car broke down, it needed to be in the shop for like, not just like a a day or two, like a week, two weeks, three weeks. It spent more time at the shop than it did with me in it. And me and my grandma both were kind of like, why won't he just put the money into a new car? Like, it's not like we need to keep this car. But she also was like, well, it's his money, so he can do what he wants to do. But I'm like, I know how much money you put into this. Can we not just use that for something that will be more reliable and also look better? But it wasn't until my sophomore year of college when I was actually my end of my freshman year I came back home and they had got me the car that I wanted like basically brand new I think it was like 5,000 miles on it and I just sat there looking at it like so grateful but so scared to drive it And I remember overhearing my grandma on the phone, maybe after a week of me being home, and she's like, Leia still hasn't driven the car. I don't think she likes it. And it wasn't that at all. It's that I didn't want to mess it up. Like, I was so scared that the moment that I took it out of the garage, I was going to run into something, something was going to happen, and I was just going to mess up this great thing that I really had already worked hard for. And and it's not like I had been in accidents or anything. Like I still haven't been in an accident that was my fault. So it wasn't that at all. It was just I went from this beat up car, like not caring if something happened to it because I wanted it gone. But changing from that into this brand new thing yeah I was nervous however it made me so grateful like I mean clearly when you're a kid you just you don't appreciate the things that your parents do until you're an adult and I've heard that all my life and I'm still kind of getting it because a lot of things that they did when I was a kid, obviously, I appreciate now. Um, But it probably took me, like, six months to, like, realize why he did that. Like, he was preparing me for something that I wasn't ready for at that time. If he had given me that car at 16, who knows what would have happened. I wouldn't appreciate the hard work that I did to get that car. Like I had to do good in school. I made the Dean's list and your girl does not like science. Like I did that taking like bio and chem. So I worked for it. I put in the time for it. Plus 
like I couldn't work and I love to work. So I couldn't work my freshman year of college. I just had to like specifically focus on what they needed me to do to get what I wanted to get. It forced me to be patient, but also to put in the necessary work to get to where I wanted to be. And I say all that to say that being patient and waiting for what you want, you're always going to reap the benefits from that. During this time where you feel like you should be in the position that you want to be in or you should be in the relationship that you want to be in, use that time to prepare yourself because you just may not be ready for what is next or the person that God has for you may just not be ready for you. So that is all being prepared behind the scenes. And it sucks because, of course, we can't see it. Like, we want to see what's happening. We want to see, like, how Hulu tells me it's going to be 75 seconds before the show comes back on. I want to see that. So I can go use the bathroom. I can, you know, maybe warm up something for five seconds. Like, or I can, you know, go grab a snack. Like, I want to know how much time is it going to take for it to come back on so I can prepare myself. We can't see the time frame and that makes us anxious. It makes us antsy. It makes us do things that we wouldn't do if we could see the time frame. However, just because you can't see it does not mean that it's not happening. It's just not happening when you want it to happen. One of the ways that I practice patience with myself on things is if I choose to do something for the month. Like last month I did, you know, workouts every day except for Sundays. I didn't go buy food out at all last month. I think I went one day that I was like super tired, went and got some food. But other than that, the whole month, I didn't go and buy anything out because my reward for pushing myself that whole month was, okay, at the beginning of next month, I'm going to go buy me something to eat, something that I have been craving for like two days in a row, and I'm not going to work out at all that week. I mean, I worked out twice the first week, but... I was like, no, I'm no, I'm rewarding myself. Like I was patient this whole time. I forced myself to do things that I didn't want to do. I did not want to get up at 4:30 every morning. But forcing myself to do it not only created a habit and allowed me to get so much more done, but it allowed me to reap the benefits of what I did. In due time. So try to work with yourself first on things to be patient about. I would suggest if you want to be dangerous, pray a prayer of patience and just watch what God does. (laughs) Like I pick and choose when I want to pray these prayers because I don't always want God to show me patience. (laughs) Like, yeah, I know I need it. 
but I don't feel like being in traffic for an hour just to pass by and realize that nothing was happening. Like, it literally took me three and a half hours one day to get to Birmingham on what was supposed to be a two-hour trip. Like, I pick and choose when I really think, okay, I'm ready for this. (laughs) But if you think you are, you know, pray that prayer, and I promise you, he will not disappoint. My granddad always says that he asked God for patience, and he got my grandma. So, (laughs) trust me, he works. But also, just be okay Just be okay with waiting because some things are going to take time. And I promise you that it's so much better to wait than to push yourself into something that you're not ready for. Than to get into the wrong thing because you're being impatient. It's okay to wait. Like I know society makes it seem like we should be married and have a house and have a retirement plan by the time that we're 23 but everyone is not the same move at your own pace and don't feel guilty for it in the end everything will work in your favor so what are some things that you have been being patient about or that you haven't been being patient about. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and comment. And episodes drop every Saturday.